Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network of Podcasts. Sentinel Online. Now loading all things Transformers. This is Megatron, and you're listening to the Beast Unleashed Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yes. You've just jumped inside the pull bag. Join TFG1 Mike and the rest of the comic crew here at the GCRN as they make their great escape into comics. From DC, Marvel, and Image to IDW, Boom Studios, and Xenoscope, we have everything right here. We cover things like Transformers, He-Man, Superheroes, TMNT, and Radiant Black. Yeah, we have all that and so much more. It's all inside the pull bag here on the GeekCast Radio Network. So, without further ado, it's time to talk about the comics we're reading right now. Here inside the pull bag. Shields are doing a major fake! Hello and welcome to the pull bag, where we are unleashing the beast in you on all things Transformers. I'm, of course, TF2 and Mike. Joining me, as always, Steve Megatron. Hello. Hello. For the pull bag, we are 20 podcasts away from 500 episodes. <laughs> and for all things Transformers, this will be episode, I think, four something? No, two something. 275. So, yay! You're 25 away from 300. Yay! And we are here to talk about two of the Transformers Beast Wars IDW Publishing Comics. This is issue 13 and 14. I wasn't sure where they were going to go after the Maximal Battle Royale triple parter thing. And this was a surprise with issue 13. (laughs) (laughs) Issue 13 also has... It has three covers, but... The main cover is of Cheetor. It's the uh, only one that actually matters, story-wise. Hey, hey, hey. Story-wise. Hey. Okay, yeah, okay, yes. Storyline-wise, it's the only one that... Yeah, but come on. You know you love Guns of Doom Rhinox. Come on. I wasn't saying that. I was just saying as far as the story is concerned. Yeah, yeah. Chain Guns of Doom Rhinox is awesome. And that's okay. I mean, it's a little swerve, and they're alternate covers, so it's not like it's the end of the world. Uh, Creative on this, Eric Burnham on writing. Art in this one is done by Winston Chan with colors by Sidman Blue, letters by Jake M. Wood. And yeah, Cheetor is going to have a fever dream. (laughs) Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, it's very, very strange. 
Very, very strange. But I love the art and I love the colors. The I like colors the, in uh, this. the uh, uh, character page. Yep. The roll call. It says Cat yep. Dan, also Cheetor. <laughs> Cheat, wait, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah. That is so cool. And I, IDW will do that every now and then on the, on the on the roll call character pages. They'll they'll change up various things, but essentially, it's Rhinox, Optimus Primal, and various amounts of the Cheetor multiverse. Nobody else, and that's okay. I mean, it's not a bad thing at all. I, I absolutely dig it. And like I said, these colors, man, wow. So, yeah, we have a Cheetor fever dream, and he doesn't know where he is. He thinks the Beast Wars are over because he seem, he is seemingly back on Cybertron. Even though he's <laughs> not. No, he's not at all. And I don't remember why this happened. I know we have the story so far, page. And I think it's because, does he get injured at the end of the story so far, Paige? Because I know Optimus gets the disc. But I don't remember if it doesn't show Cheetor getting injured in the story so far, Paige. It just tells you what has already happened within the main part of the story. So I don't want to say this is a jumping on point, but this is a character point for Cheetor. Mm-hmm. Um, which... Yeah. And if there was if there was ever a Freddy Krueger of Transformers, it would be that cat scan character. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, he is pretty creepy. Yes, yes he is. He kind of at first looks like um like his his chest and stuff kind of looks like Ratchet a little bit like a medic or something, but yeah, no. So as we go through this, Cheetor is basically having to face himself and face multiple versions of himself. Well, what's weird is even with CatScan, it starts out asking a question. Mm-hmm. Like it's pumping him for information, and he's like, what? Yep. Yep, yep. And again, I love the... Re- it, you know what? I've said it for years, just a bunch of fucking repaints. They can give me these repaints all they want. Well, these aren't even repaints. These are different bodies. Right. Right. No, no, no. I know. But like the, I know they just released, we, we had talked about it on all things Transformers previously with uh, Night Prowler coming out, the toy for Night Prowler. And I know that's technically not what this blue looking Cheetor is, but that's the first thing I thought of was because that was the most recent Cheetor repaint I had seen. Yeah, so he basically has to have a conversation with himself, and I love the the two of them. And where are we supposed to race? I can build a course from your memories. They'll feel as real as life. Do we have an agreement? The only thing that kind of... I don't know. The only real negative I have on this is when he wakes up, because... What is really going on is the Vok are trying to basically get information out of him, but he wakes up on the you know in in the maximal base. It isn't like they have him. 
Well, they're in his subconscious. That's true. And, you know, like, he's like, you know, that this is a dream. Or incorrect that this assumption that this is a dream, but... yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's kind of forced to put him in stasis to, yep. to infiltrate his mind. And this is one of the Vok in a very yep. Cheetor yes. body. And then we get something Transformers fans have been waiting for for maybe 25 or almost 40 years. Who's going to win in a race, Cheetor or Blur? <laughs> And yes, I know, technically, like you just said, it's not Blur, it's one of the Vok dressed up as Blur. It's like, you know, when other characters dress up, you know, do do the whole mind fake out thing. But that was really cool that they that they did that. Very fun. Again, the colors, absolutely love it. I love and it's an, he tries to hurt Cheetor, though. Blur does, yeah. No, well, I mean, even going back a little bit further with Okay. The Cheetor fuzz body. Yep. And he's using the Vok powers, which we haven't really previously seen since uh, since the Primeval Dawn. Yep. Promo with yeah uh, with with Primal Prime and Tarantulas and Tigertron and Airazor. And yeah, I I just I, I love the fact that he he has to go to the blur body. Yeah, to loosen up Cheetor's mind to do a race. <laughs> yeah, well, because I mean, Cheetor's it, like you're going to lose lose situation here, pal. Yeah, I mean, like if I'm going to invade Steve Megatron's mind and try to fool with your subconscious, why would I go as you? Because you know yourself, you know something would be wrong. So then, obviously, I would transform into. Transmetal to Barney, the greatest living transformer ever, you know, kind of, you know what I mean? Like it, yeah, you, you have to do something different and not the person you're trying to invade because hello, they know themselves way too. Like I love when they do the whole question thyself. Are you really sure this is what you want to do? Are you really sure you want to go down this path and, and everything else? But you're right. I mean, the only way to get him to lower his defenses is to go into blur. And then he really realizes, Oh, this is a race and it's not against myself. It's against somebody else. Even though he knows that he knows, but he doesn't know. Cause that's the other thing. When he wakes up, he briefly mentions the Vok. And then when primal asks him about it, he's like, what, who, where, and then the little floaty Vox skull is like, um, hmm, <laughs> I guess we got away with that. I love how they show them running across a circuit board. Yes, that was really good and really fun and cool. Because he's like, you know, you know, uh, the course is clear if you look. Ah, I see mm-hmm. it now. You know, and they're racing across the different memory chips and everything. If you know, Cybertronians actually have those parts. And then yeah. you have Primal and Rhinox uh, discussing his consciousness and the fact that he should yeah. be awake. Yeah. Again, very ingenious of the art. 
and of the the landscape that Cheetor and Blur are in with the racing. Yeah, that's you're right. I hadn't really I I kind of sort of figured it was something by the time I got to the the bottom panel here where it actually shows part of the circuit board as they race through it. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that that's so cool. Very very cool." And <sighs> Man, Cheetor just can't catch a break. And then they outsmart him. Yep. And they basically erase his memory. I've never heard that word in my life. To be continued. Dun, dun, dun. Well, and then... uh, Yeah, it was was really weird that they they reset him. Mm -hmm. But he still got the information out. Yep. Yeah, they reset him a little too late. <laughs> he told them every, told Primal everything. But they're planning on using the stasis pods. True, yeah. Absolutely. I gotta say, for a character that's not done by Josh... The creation of CAT scan, because in the back of the book it shows you Winston Chan's art design for for CAT scan, and he looks amazing. I kind of wish we saw an alt mode, but I mean you can clearly tell he's some sort of Cybertronian ambulance or something or other. Yeah. Or some sort of ray. I mean, it, it, it's basically the the animated blur body with the wheels and the feet and whatever. Not the animated blur, but you know what I mean. It's it's that kind of car design. So very very cool. This issue, I, I'm I dig it. I, I I think this is fun. I think this is an interesting issue. Again, we went through this past you know three parter with uh, with Maximal Strike Back. And we've had this battle with Megatron and Primal and all the characters, even the ones that we're introduced to and things like that. And then I'll, whoop, let's put the brakes on and give you a, a speed dream with Cheetor. What'd you think overall? I, I think it wasn't bad. I, it wasn't one of my favorite ones just because it was kind of a mind, like it was just, it was mostly just pushing the story along. Right. So... I don't know if I would give it a five. I, while I enjoyed the, while I enjoyed the, the premise of you know back in Cybertron and the you know having mm-hmm. Blur and having, you know Cat Scan and Dark Blur and you know some of the other stuff. I don't know if the Vok is really something I wanted as a cord that was pulled on. <laughs> yeah, well, I can tell you from what's going to happen just from what I've heard and from what I've seen Josh tweeting and stuff the Vok is going to be the big bad going into the end of the I've read the solicits yeah which I figured (laughs) I I figured that as much the other the other aspect is 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 that I've also read that they're they're not going to do the planet buster. They're not going to do the, yeah. the transmetals. Like I guess Hasbro is like adamant. Like from something I read, that they're yeah. like absolutely no transmetals. And 
I don't know if it's because IDW only has the rest of 2022 for the for the well, comic I, license. The trans metals, like. I I understand as far as uh, well, yeah, they don't want to muddy the waters with Kingdom and with the Rise of the Beast. Yeah, no, and that and that's fine. That's that's the toys. I'm specifically saying the comic. Why does the comic have to end at issue 17, which is I believe supposed to be out in July or June or July or something or like we still have six whole months left past that. Like you could put out 18, 19 and that's one thing. And it's not just because of IDW and them losing the transformers license. It's not because of it's anytime in comics when a comic book ends, why does it have to end on issue 17, issue 14, issue this? I mean, Unless the license is going to be gone by the summer, which from what I've read and from the press releases I've seen, IDW has until the end of 2022 with the license, as far as I know. What I'm thinking is they're trying to tie up the storylines as quickly as possible and just... I I understand that, and I get that. But I mean, I wish that they could just get to the solid 20 and just call it good yeah but yeah like really seriously why could like okay and i guess technically the thing will have 18 issues because of the annual and i don't even know what the annual is gonna be i haven't really looked into the annual at this point but i i don't i don't know it is what it is all right we're gonna take a quick break you're gonna hear some ads and some other stuff we're gonna come back with issue 14 of idw publishing's transformers beast wars after this Talk about your crispy, ice-cold slag. What do we do now, Big Bot? For now, regroup. Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Mark Who Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Marku 42's Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. Hi, my name is Dr. Andrea Letamendi, clinical psychologist. And I'm Brian Ward, nerd. And we want to invite you to listen to our new podcast, The Arkham Sessions. It's a podcast dedicated to the fun and geeky analysis of Batman the Animated Series, episode by episode. We pay tribute to the writers and the stories of the animated series. While also exploring the very real psychology behind Gotham's rogues. And maybe even its heroes. All of this and more each week on the Arkham Sessions at underthemaskonline.com. Hello, all sentient beings. Want the latest on everything going on in the Transformers multiverse? Check out the Transmissions Podcast Network. We've got weekly podcasts covering everything from Alpha Trion to Omega Supreme, from old school G1 all the way up to Cyberverse and beyond. And you don't want to miss Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers live play role playing game podcast. If you love Transformers, there's something for everyone at transmissionspodcast.com. Well, that's just prime. Big Bot! 
We are back, and you said you don't think you can give it a five. What would you give it zero to five? Probably a four. Yeah, I'm right there I with like you. The, I, I like yeah. the visuals the most. Mm-hmm. But as for the story, I was kind of taken out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think, you know, four out of five is not bad, especially for a character-driven thing more than an overall, you know, this base versus that base or whatever. Issue 14, we get on the main cover, we get Polar Claw, Strangleholding Optimus Primal. Yep. (laughs) And this is... Entitled Primal Rage, written by Eric Burnham, art by Josh Burcham. So Josh is back on this issue. Letters by J.K.M. Wood. And yeah, I'm trying to see if there anything is anything interesting in Roll Call. It doesn't look like it. It looks like it's just the traditional Predacons, Maximals stuff. Which the Roll Call thing always makes me laugh because the first time I ever saw that was in the the rebooted Spider-Man comics in the early or in the the late nineties, early two thousands. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense here for transformers. IDW has been doing it for the longest time. You know, it's kind of nice to see the characters that you're going to be reading about before you actually read about them. And we basically pick up where we left off at the end of issue 12 pretty much. Megatron yeah. looks like he's having some problems, though. Oh, no, that's not Megatron. That's uh, the new characters. That's um, not Polar Claw. Who is that? Well, it starts Storm. out with Scorponok and yep. Waspinator. Yep. And then you that's see it. Tarantulas and Megatron with them. Yep. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I really dig the what Josh and what Winston and what everybody has done with the art style between the bots and the beasts. Because the bot modes look so cool, and the beast modes look even better. Although Megatron has a protruding chin on his hand half the time, but that's just the way Megatron is, I guess. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. So as we go through this one... Tarantulas and Black Arachnia, and it seems like everybody's pairing off, like hero to hero, villain to villain kind of thing. Because you have Tarantulas and Black Arachnia up at the top there on, on page nine. Well, they're and merely a distraction for Primal oh, and Dinobot. Yeah. And then they they pull the uh, the episode with the the Rage Cyber Bee. Yep. With putting the thing on Dinobot's back. Yep. It's Yeah, th- this issue, by the end of it, it's very guerrilla warfare. Pretty much. And what's funny is the, the screen where Primal is looking at Rhinox. Mm-hmm. The Maximal logo on the left-hand side with the green and the purple. Mm-hmm. You know what that's reminiscent of? Waspinator. Beast Wars game. Beast Wars game? From the 90s. Uh, wow. Because yeah, the, you're they right. Had the, they had the logo, and then the green was mm-hmm. the life bar. That's right. And yes, the yes. purple was the energon resistance. <laughs> so 
So it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of awesome when you think about it. Again, they're throwing in so many references that they don't necessarily have to, but they are. And the writing is really good. The attention to detail. <laughs> Poor rat trap. <laughs> you want to fight? You wait until I get my splack. <laughs> Just the look on his eyes, like, oh my god, Rat Trap. He just got punched in the back of the head. Cheetor <laughs> gets slapped in the face. Yep. He tells the bat what what's for. <laughs> Shut yep. up, it's your fault. Everything's your fault. Why are you so incompetent? <laughs> and then we get to the dark side, and Megatron is Doing Megatron things. I think it's funny Dinobot talks to him and sicks him on on Megatron, and then he stops beating up the Maximals and leaves. Yeah. And and then they're like, you know, uh, the radiation will burn itself off and, you know, probably be completely gone before he ever reaches Megatron. Um, yeah. And... Uh, but I think it's funny that they, you know, eventually find out that it doesn't, you know, affect Dinobot. Yeah. Because he's still technically a Predacon. Yep. You see Megatron working on the, the component, getting mad, chucking it across yep. the floor, and he's wearing the, the goggles. Yeah, those goggles are amazing. Those goggles are just wow. Yeah. Well, it almost looks like what's on Nix's forehead. Yep. I love that uh, Waspinator tries to get him to, which he does, I mean, but it's not really Waspinator. Oh, I know. Out of all the Predacons you could impersonate. <laughs> Out of all the ones that would actually get Megatron into a position of almost losing his head. Yeah. It's just... Well, and then he zaps Megatron's head. Yeah, he does. And then goes back and he's Saberback, which is one of the... I think he's like one of the the Dinobot type things that they had for Beast Wars. Yes, yes, yes. The Beast Wars release. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I actually went and I looked on the TF Wiki so I could make sure I got these characters right and things like that. But you're right, it is Saberback. Uh, Saberback and Polar Claw make their debuts in this yep. issue. And again, I, I have to say, even though I don't know these characters for the most part, I love their inclusion into the story that's being told. Oh yeah, and, totally. And how like this isn't just a Vox spy like with Cheetor thing, obviously, because Megatron would be nothing wouldn't be that the Vok aren't gonna be able to trick Megatron. But that there are these other characters that, you know, so fun. 
this is why I don't want this to end. I think it's funny. Cause... Primal's like kicking his butt for a minute there. Mm-hmm. But this guy keeps like polar claw because he has no per- previous personality. Yep. He an- ans- ends his question or his main statements with his questions. He ends with a yes or a no. <laughs> yes. When he does no. a question mark, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is so fun. And again, you know, as to how I found you, what? I was sent by the gods. <laughs> and then he taps his head. This is Polar Claw Optimus Primal is ours. Yep. Next, the children of the Vok. I do love the cover for the next issue, issue 15. With all the Vok and then Megatron. And then Megatron. I love that. That looks so damn good. I'm not a fan of the art style. To be honest. It just looks... It has that goofy look to me. Yeah. No disrespect against those that did the art. Yeah. I just... I don't find it appealing. Uh, But... I like what it's trying to portray. Yeah. I do love the, one of the alt, this is the retail incentive cover for this issue done by, uh, Camilla Fortuna. Yep. That one's my favorite cover. Yep. I love the level of detail. Yep. And I, I love the fact that it's got both the leaders on it and just, I don't know. I like the 3D, the standout, the the detail yeah. that's present there. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good. Yeah, like and like this issue, like, okay, yes, Polar Claw says this is Polar Claw, Optimus Primal is ours, and blah blah blah. So he's probably maybe in league with the Vok. I don't know. No, he Nothing is. is Okay, well. Because he says he was sent by the gods. That's, yeah. That was one thing I didn't really like about the main cover of this. You know, no offense to Winston Chan, but Polar Claw in robot mode, strangle holding Optimus Primal with the Vok in the background. Yeah. If I had to pick, it would be Camilo Fortuna's retail incentive cover for this. I mean, the Vok was pulling the strings of Polar Claw. That's true. So it made sense. Very true, very true. So, and then, like I said, issue 15 is coming. Um, it will be here, digital released on May 20, May 20, wow, May 4th, 2022 mm-hmm. is when issue 15 will be here. So, very, very cool. Yeah, these issues, I mean... Wasn't really trying to put them back to back, but I figured out what the heck. And with the annual coming, you know, I don't know. I I don't know what's... I got to look at the annual and see what they're going to do. Because sometimes the annuals for IDW, they just tell a completely different story. I'm hoping that's not the case with Beast Wars, but who knows. Overall, issue 14... I'm still right there to four out of five. That's not bad. Yeah, I, I think I'm about the same. I'm I'm waiting for the for the next one where the the payoff. Yeah. Uh, overall, you know, even though we have 
of only a few issues left of this. This has been awesome. This has been fun. In the future, here on the pull bag and on all things Transformers, we will be going back into Transformers comics from Marvel, US, and UK. Uh, that's coming up in the future. So there's that. What else you got going on? Uh, just working on Transformer related items. <laughs> Your Beast Wars, Pre Beast Megatron. Yes. You've got the Getting head closer. Painted. I got to detail them. Yep. And then there's some, yep. there's some spots I got to kind of repaint. Cool. Cool. But. Yeah, he's coming along. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. All right, folks. I think that's going to do it for us. Where can the people find you online, sir? On the Twitters at SCP21. You can find me at TFG and Mike, and you can hear all the other stuff in the outro. We will catch you next time here on the pull bag, all things transformers beast unleashed, whenever we end up doing the next beast wars comics issues. Uh, as far as the pull bag goes, I know I've got the long lost episode of Matt Martin for the origins. And then JT and I just recorded the finale to Dan Jurgens's run of Batman beyond. So we get volume seven, first flight and volume eight, the eradication agenda coming up in May. Make your great escape into comics, and we will catch you next time. Ultimate power. You've just heard the latest episode of The Pull Bag, the GCRN's first comic review and discussion podcast. There are several ways to get in touch with us and leave feedback for the show. You can visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can comment on the episode and all of our different podcasts. You can rate and leave a review for the show on iTunes. Be sure to leave us feedback. Become a fan of us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Pull Bag. Send us an email, feedback at geekcastradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at The Pull Bag and at Geekcast Radio. So until next time, make your great escape into comics and unleash the geek in you. So let's cut through the signal noise, shall we? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.